0: Hello, welcome to the Ronist War Wargamer. <laughs> I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to uh, the show. We're joined by Fit Nick. There seems to be some sort of issue with the Skype kind of NDI plugin. Um, I've got some Nick issues, but he's there. My and he's colored again. Yeah, it's, it's a discolored thing. It's not your camera, though, <laughs> don't worry. It's a it's a it's it's an interface thing. It maybe will sort itself out. But you look great, and I love having you. Hey, buddy, okay. how are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good, thank you.
1: Uh, I was just telling you that I've just uh, been sleeping on an actual bed uh, last night, which I haven't done for a while.
0: Perfect. This is because, as I understand it, uh, in order to like better understand your Chromedar uh, army, you've been, you've been sleeping in an old 1950s cinema. Is that right?
1: Uh, yes, yeah, so I've been watching lots of retro 80s sci-fi. Uh, and also, because the army is set in a desert, Um, I wanted to travel to a desert to really understand the landscape, the colours. So I've had to sleep out under the stars a couple of nights uh, in in a local desert that's near me.
0: Mm. Because the painting matter is very real. Born Again Manchild obviously pointed out the fact that you are method painting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Oh, wow. Top retro 80s sci-fi. Um, uh, I just want to let everyone know, Nick, uh, hello everyone by the way, welcome to the show, I'm just painting terrain, Nick's here along for the ride, we're hanging out, we're going to do some talking, that's going to be today's podcast and show, so if that's, if you're looking for any deep insights, that's not going to happen, or maybe it will, who knows, Uh, thanks to everyone on Patreon, and thanks for everyone for joining us live, you're all lovely people, I'm painting up this, this is the top of the mushroom house I was painting the other day, it looks pretty sweet, Uh, and this is a, a piece of terrain uh, which is really cool. I'm doing the mushrooms on it right now. That's where we're at. Uh, Nick, I'm really into jumping into this uh, 80s sci-fi because I was watching um, my favorite, probably my favorite YouTuber, actually, uh, uh, Dr. Mr. Cody uh, of Some More News. I don't know if you've ever watched uh, Dr. Mr. Cody. Um, that's his, that's nice. his title. Uh, yeah, big fan. Big fan of Dr. Mr. Cody and the Some More News crew. Um, he did a, a movie uh Christmas time called the Samuel News movie, uh, and he basically goes through all of the, well, not all, many of the '80s and '90s action sci-fi movies of our time, um, like of our childhoods, uh, and kind of uh, makes us understand the uh, that they were literally always pointing to Donald Trump. He was always the bad guy. Like so much so, I don't know if you know this, uh, that there was um, uh, there was even a Muppets Donald Trump character called Ronald Grump uh, who had bought all of the other trash cans around him creating a trash can monopoly uh, and was generally just the bad guy. He's also the bad guy in the Mario Brothers movie. He's actually two bad guys in the Mario Brothers movie. Bad guy in Time Cop, uh, bad guy in many films. It's fascinating. Well, which, well actually, what,
1: it. is, what is the causality here, though? Is it, is it those films create, uh, leading and pointing to Trump, or is it Trump watching those films when he was younger and that shaping him as he grows up to become <laughs> To because he was actually born, icons. he was actually
0: born in the forties, so he was already like a thirty or forty-year-old at the time of these movies making. Oh, okay. It was well, actually,
1: but yeah. but we you know what his intellect like. He's likely to have been still watching Sesame Street when <laughs> he was that <laughs> age, anyway, right? <laughs>
0: That's, true. That's very true. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is the th- he is the thickest. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't forget the bad guy in Home Alone too. There's loads. It's, so if you guys want a really fun, if you like, before we go now and start talking about 80s movies that we liked and why, if you want to go on an amazing adventure, please look for some more news. The movie It's like a three-hour-long, uh, hate-filled, spite-fueled level of looking at um, uh, kind of the social consciousness of uh, movies. Uh, from the 80s and I loved it Bill and Ted uh, is referenced I thought that was really good that's a sci-fi movie from the 80s people forget uh, Nick what are your favourite sci-fi movies that's a great question as I paint this piece God. of,
1: um, Star Wars I like Star Wars are we specifically okay. '80s ones, or just? Well, it could any? be any.
0: I think it's any. Although, although I do like some classic sci-fi. I think one of the things about your chrome dar. The reason this is coming up is because you're painting your Eldar. You're redoing your chrome dar, or you're continuing your chrome dar, right?
1: Yeah, I decided to. I did at one point. because I was tempted by the devil to take the easy route out, sell my soul, and just dip and wash and streak and grime everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've I've decided oh, again. I've decided again to uh, just uh, stick it out for the long run and give it a go uh, and keep plugging away at it. There's one I'm working on at the minute. Um, it's just it's it's because it's just quite a long, arduous uh, technique to pull off and it's not that easy and sometimes it can feel a bit, oh, shit, it's looking rubbish. But then eventually it does all come together and looks quite nice. Uh, so I'm just sticking it out. Um, so, yeah. Okay. And it was kind of inspired by... Um, I really, on Twitter there's quite a few accounts that I follow that just sort of post random art and I love like really sort of vibrant uh, coloured like sci-fi art where it's just like a weird alien landscape with either planets in the background or weird alien ships and stuff like that. Uh, So that's kind of what I'm inspired by.
0: There's a really good Twitter account called uh, Sci-Fi 70 Art I think it's called or something. I'll tweet it out after the show. Uh, because tweeting will save the universe and that's why I tweet Um, and uh, that's that's why I do it to save humanity Um, so I'll tweet out the the tweet and uh, it it, um, uh, and yeah that that always pops up into my timeline it's it's brilliant because it's so evocative right like I think one of the things uh, I was watching a chap called 54 miniatures Swedish fella yesterday or this morning in fact uh, a, a YouTube guy and he was um, he was talking about how uh, the Games Workshop miniatures have become less they maybe have less character um although I don't I think he was being very specific in his selection of his argument uh, I think it was poorly done <laughs> not really even an argument he was mainly saying some broad generalizations which weren't accurate and then coming to a no conclusion it was a waste of everyone's time but it was shot nice and he sounds nice um so it gets a three out of ten from me uh thanks owen for resubscribing my point was though he put he made the point which i don't think is right that if you only take stormcast as an example there is less character um or characterization in miniatures nowadays compared to back in the day um, however, obviously, as soon as you explore any more of the miniatures, that falls apart as a as a yeah. premise and a theory. Because yeah. I mean, could Squigs have more character? Could the Gobber have more character? Mm. I doubt. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I think my point was, I lost myself in my <laughs> hatred. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you continued watching. It just it was fueling your hatred.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. What was what was my point? Um, the Chrome Dar. I can't remember what we're talking about.
1: Something about sci-fi movies. You were about, oh. you, were, you did originally ask me one of my favorite sci-fi movies, and so um one. So sometimes if someone asks me a question like that, my mind goes completely blank, and I can't remember any movies I've ever seen. So I just googled some sci-fi movies just to remind me of ones I've seen. So one of my favorite movies that I watched recently is it. I don't know. Is it a sci-fi? So Planet of the Apes, you know the new ones. Oh yeah. With Andy Circus playing the main guy. So uh, I watched it um may or may not have watched it on a dodgy site and it didn't have the subtitles so okay. o- so obviously all the apes <laughs> in that film they talk they talk a, lo- a lot of the dialogue between the apes is in subtitles because they're talking sign language to each other so i watched the entire film with no sign <laughs> subtitles
0: so important. quite actually, to know what they say. I actually
1: b- because i've seen it before i kind of remembered and it's kind of a little bit obvious kind of what they're talking about um, and I still loved watching it. I thought it was a really, really great um, uh, sci-fi film. I loved, I loved it, even without, the, even without the
0: subtitles. I wonder if there is a, there is a kind of like a, a fun way of watching films where you never watch the subtitles and all you're doing is working out what the hell is going on. Yeah. Uh, that's super fun. I think my point, sorry, about characterization uh, was the referential nature of artwork now. Um, because if you look at kind of like i don't know if anyone is much into like looking at poster artwork for movies obviously the kind of like uh, blue orange uh superhero-esque action movie poster is always the same now um and there's loads of versions of that star wars is a good example i think my point that i was i was mm. alluding to or getting to uh, and in somehow trying to make it related to warhammer still um is that 70s arc uh, 70s sorry sci-fi artwork and therefore some of the movies and sci-fi stuff of the past felt like it was still very exploratory, and it was still trying to find itself as a genre. And there was still lots happening. And I'm not certain that that's hundred percent true anymore, because no, because
1: it's all it's all fucking algorithms, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Oh, the yeah. lowest common this. denominator. This
1: this this sells lots of this sells lots of copies and makes lots of money. Let's just make that again in a different format.
0: Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, thank you, Scunny Hugh, for resubscribing. Also to Owen Jackson. What is going on? Uh, so your favourite sci-fi Star Wars? Is that what you're going for? Twitch chat, what's yours?
1: I wouldn't say it's my favourite, but it's... it's uh, Obviously, the, new one, the newer ones are a load of shite, but uh, the my, my favourite trilogy is the original trilogy with uh, Luke and Leia and those guys.
0: Oh, genuinely thought you were, saying, you were going to say the original trilogy with pod racing, but that's acceptable too. Um, <laughs> let's go Podracing! <laughs> the Darth Maul fight scene. What? The Darth fight scene is pretty sick. <laughs> everything is Paw Patrol uh, best sci-fi is The Expanse uh, you're a big fan of The Expanse, eh Nick?
1: I am a big Expanse fan, yeah uh, yeah, I love that show I heard it what almost got cancelled because of the budget it makes. sorry?
0: I heard it almost got cancelled because of the budget they said it was really expansive
1: oh really? <laughs> not as expansive <laughs> as the fucking you know what sci-fi I fucking hate? Star Tell Trek. Me. Star Trek Discovery that's something that I watch just to hate it because I think it's terrible on so you many levels.
0: Oh really wrong. It's really good. How oh my you... god. What?
1: The Oh Jesus Christ, Rob. I just I thought you had better taste than this. It it's got an and... enormous budget. Yeah, it's terrible.
0: It's got some really good like the 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 anti tell, tell me about
1: how good the mirror universe was, where basically they went to the mirror universe and there was just an exact copy of themselves with a mustache, <laughs> and, and they were just I am evil for no reason.
0: Okay, like yeah, like maybe the mirror universe timeline, but the first season at least conceptually, like from like a like an ideological, it's like Star Trek, Star Trek has always been like a has meant to be sorry, like a kind of. Uh, you know a kind of a reference point in art for whatever like is going on in the time right like and the original star treks were very progressive in loads of different ways this like the first season at least was like i thought interesting because it was attacking the idea of like nationalistic states the klingons and how being that way is not progressive to like a like a like a commutative like the idea of Uh, Star Trek as like proposed in like the 90s which is obviously like very much to do with like post UN setup and and World War II and so like and so was obviously the first uh, original series as well like the idea that bringing nations together and different groups together would create a greater whole you know a a general theme which has fallen apart nowadays Um, and so uh, like the original series of Discovery I thought was good because they were kind of setting the Klingons up to be those kind of like nationalistic like peoples and they were like look your rigid structure towards an internalized society isn't actually productive and, and and it's going to cause problems further down the line so i thought that was good and yes maybe eventually when they got a bit cutesy and they were just mirrorverse mirror universe and it, it was probably a bit shit um and i was a bit invested at that point but yeah you're probably right later seasons but first season let me give you the first season as
1: Well, like so what can i say there's so many things i hated about it i still watched it just because i'd kind of got that far and uh, and there were some bits that, like I really liked the character Saru, I thought Saru was a really good character throughout all the three series that I watched, I really enjoyed his character development and him as a character but like one thing that stuck out to me during the third series was they picked up an alien uh, like a symbiote, so an alien that went into into a human and generally it goes into one type of alien but for some reason it went into a human and it was killing this person so they needed to take that symbiote alien to that where they're from so they took this human with a symbiote to that planet and it was just a planet full of human looking people with lots of freckles on their head wearing robes and they looked at this human with a symbiote in and went oh that is disgusting (laughs) an abomination how can that possibly exist get the hell out of here we're not helping." and it was just like what the hell like you're basically the exact same but with freckles and it was just that like, oh, yeah. And and then they just had to go for a swim in a hot tub for a little bit, and then that was it. A Little bit of a dream <laughs> sequence, and then everything was okay. I'd just like to and know, the whole, the whole, I'd, I'd subscribe to about, the
0: Nick Reviews uh, Star Trek episodes YouTube channel. I want yeah, you to all, know that it's all coming
1: out now. And like, Mike, Michael was the main character was sometimes likable, but mostly just like she just did what the fuck she wanted and had no consequences. And it was yeah. always. Oh well, it worked out okay in the end, even though you took massive risks and put everyone's life in danger. But it worked out okay, so you're great and everything's okay. So yeah, um, oh, yeah. I hate it. series.
0: Do you know what? I can't. I can't disagree with that. Like fair, fair. And I'm just, just, just sad. But you're right. Yeah. Most of the most of the way. That's fine. Um, there's some great suggestions in the chat um, uh, from. Uh, I think one of the really, really good ones, of course, is Galaxy Quest uh, uh, as a sci-fi it's perfect because of it's uh, if you watch galaxy quest i have remember. seen
1: it ages ago i know the premise of it but i, I can't remember any details Grab grabthar's I'm... hammer
0: nick yeah huh? galaxy quest will be avenged yeah if you carry on in this manner galaxy quest is brilliant you should you should watch it it's it's right on uh, your street I'll, it's I'll your sense it ages of humor ago, yeah okay yeah.
1: i'll i'll rewatch it again at some point yeah
0: um yeah that's uh that's really good i wonder like uh as we're talking about that never give up never surrender correct forever um also the scene probably my favorite scene in all film all film is when sam rockwell gets onto the microphone as the captain is fighting a rock monster and he says in reference to an original series star trek episode he says look around you And see if you can form some sort of primitive lathe, which is a reference to a a film, an episode in a TV series thirty years its younger, and I think is probably the funniest line in all cinema. (laughs) I would pitch, Uh, (laughs) but that's that's me. Um, I I wonder. uh, I quite enjoyed Andromeda. Uh, Unfortunately, the uh, the the Hercules is is true (laughs) true diehard, true diehard uh, wrongen. (laughs) Yes, no (laughs) banana. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he really went off the rails. Uh, yeah, I wonder. Um, t- talking about amazing sci-fi series in the show, um, obviously there's. Uh, I'm trying to make it somehow Warhammer related. Uh, we don't have to. We could just talk about sci-fi for the next hour and then. Well, we, well, we like, can relate
1: to Warhammer because obviously they're they're creating some sort of TV stuff, aren't they? And fucking
0: segue, Nick. We want yeah, that shit to one. be good, right? Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, yeah, I wonder. I wonder, like, what sort of tone? Uh, and I wonder if we could use through the medium of talking about other TV shows and films that we've seen in the past, what sort of tone we expect some of these shows to go along, and how we expect them to go, because obviously they're going to do. Uh, I quite like Altered Carbon. All of the seasons of Altered Carbon, I thought. Oh was, yes, yes, yeah. I
1: really enjoy. it. Like, I really enjoy. It. There's only been two series, so I I fucking loved watching Altered Carbon. But the problem with uh, bingeable TV shows, the first. So I was the f- the first series. I was off work, ill, and I just wanted a TV show to watch. And it just recently came out, and I just smashed series one within pff, a day, a day and a half. Um, but absolutely loved loved the premise of that show and the the setting of it. Uh, and then I watched the second series again in about two days when it came out because I was dead excited about it. Um, but yeah, I really liked that show. It was cool.
0: Yeah. So. Me- like yeah, I, so you... I, I was thinking that that might work fairly well for Eisenhorn because Eisenhorn's the one we know is coming out. So that's mm. kind of like that first like foray that we're going to see. Uh, I think uh, Scranty Hugh said that I want Eisenhorn to be in the same lines as Galaxy Quest works for <laughs> me actually. <laughs> Sorry again says that he expects the 40K shows to get the tone completely wrong, um, which I think is, is fascinating mm. uh, as a statement. Um, uh, Dreadwood says, "I think that you need something to root for, some kind of humanity to feel an affinity to, and 40k really struggles with that. Uh, I do wonder if that's if that's the case. I think you can you can you can root for the base characters. I think, and the Eisenhorn and the characters around them. You can you can root for them to some degree. Uh, it's interesting because like they've they're gonna get go, they can go two ways, right? Like we could get Commando John Wick, uh, which is obviously flawless." Uh, John Wick, um, you know, the raid style 40k, where we just have ass kicking for basically two and a half hours as a movie, or like, is that what attracts us most to that setting? Like, when you're building your tabletop army, are you like, yeah, this pew pew gun is particularly pew pew, like, and you want to see it pew pew on the screen? Or... Is it the 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 cultural reference points of those those armies, and that's what you really want to see in conflict with each other? Like, you got any thoughts on that?
1: Um, I'd probably say for me, probably Pew Pew takes most of it, because uh, like. The obviously they've recently acquired the Astartes stuff and that had like no dialogue or anything like that. It's like I can't remember how long the full cut is, like fifteen minutes, no dialogue. It's all pew pew, but I would watch I would happily watch like a series of that. Maybe if it was like half an hour episodes and it was ten episodes or whatever, you probably would need some sort of dialogue else. It might not make any sense at all to anyone. It might be a bit of shit. But as long as the action scenes were similar to that, then I'd be happy with lots of pew pew. I think that's what would uh, most people would like, but I think you could delve into more like character-driven shows or films with smaller characters. Not necessarily, you could have marines in there, but like I'm imagining, I think you could do a really cool, um, like Predator-style film with like some Katachan guardsmen mm-hmm. in like some weird death jungle, um, and maybe there's like uh, it could be other tyranids. it could be like a lictor that's stalking them. Or something like that, um, or some sort of like Tao stealth suit thing. Uh, you could do that kind of that kind of shit.
0: That would be very I like. cool. Yeah, I, I completely understand that. I think actually, if one of the things that we we look at the most, there's loads of. Uh, so Nikos wants bolt or porn, uh, but actually, the most successful, the most successful uh, like um, uh, like envisioning in cinema of. The 40k universe so far has been, of course, just bolt upon It's been Astartes. Astartes mm-hmm. being like, I think it's been the most successful. I think it's been the most widely reviewed. There might be others that are yeah. also very good as well. Hell's Reach did really well as well, but like it's been popularized and is very popular. And there's no talking. There mm. are some plot points like invade a ship. There's an alien. There's some mm. sort of magic, but there's no real story. Like there is a story, sorry, and it's told well. Yeah, there's dialogue, there's like mys- there's
1: aren't. mystery in there. There's like there's something going on, they're clearly after this thing, this weird. Idea technology. There's something going on, but it's never really properly explained. And that that kind of goes along with how the 40k Volta uh, team kind of write their narrative. Right? They often have lots of questions that are either unanswered or mysteries that they don't say 100% for certain this is what's going on and this is what's happening. They're like. They leave it relatively ambiguous a lot, um, which allows us as the audience to speculate about it, like f- discuss what we think is actually happening.
0: But it works, uh, well, it, it works well in a short format, right? Um, because obviously, like, I mean, someone said, would you want to watch Astartes over an entire series? I'm like, no, I don't even want the Astartes style to be 90, a 90 minute movie, which is a short movie. Like there just isn't enough, like there isn't enough structural dialogue there like and and that's why some films fall down and some i I mean i don't know anything this is just for me but like the characterization at the start um of you know developing these characters so that you have some sort of investment even if not in the characters just in the kind of like um the 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 world as is like i I think of wally (laughs) wally where like the beginning of wally you don't see anything like you could do a really good or even maybe a really grim, dark tale of, like, a Servitor in Mechanicum land or in yeah. a Forge world um, as part of, like, a larger process. Um, I think that would be quite fun, uh, like a Servitor's yeah. view of... of a, Pixar, a, a... Pixar
1: could do a funny Servitor move, <laughs> couldn't they?
0: <laughs> I'm so into that. It's like in yeah. some
1: sort of Mechanicum warehouse making tanks and guns.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah absolutely something great thanks for being here by the way thanks everyone for joining us let's see what everyone else is saying in the chat um, uh, uh, Colu says and typical Forty cash in uh, his dad completely despised him rather than try to take care of the kid I think they're talking about the Primarchs there which I think is good um, I saw a funny uh, post today from Sid Marxium uh, who posted a little meme and it was just like uh, okay so I've just started reading the Horus Heresy and uh, the Emperor has just been on Ulinor said mission accomplished we've smashed everything the crusade is a success i'm going back to home base um but why is there 400 more books <laughs> 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 that's a good start <laughs> uh, what about a top gear style show with orcs that works for me
1: oh that'd be uh, great yeah fuck yes
0: yeah uh, a, a movie about space marine selection would be cool aspirants that's clever i really like that that's really good um yeah yeah i think there's some i think there's some interesting takes i think uh
1: what are those like there's like sas survival shows or whatever like that (laughs)
0: that (laughs) marine recruits yeah there was one um what was the one was it gi jane the one um where she was a lady trying to get into like an elite uh, elite military kind of service oh yeah yeah Yeah. i remember that i guess i guess it would be a bit like that um would be fun i think one of the one of the problems for for the 40k guys is is making sure they don't overly fetishize war because that's something that yeah. like is done but war generally isn't like fetishized or it's done in like such an extreme and ridiculous way like the expendables and like i don't think that they want their content to be like the expendables although i want it to be like the Expendables. <laughs> You know, I just want like the most jacked fucking dude with a ridiculous gun, like mm. just mowing down civilians. <laughs> yeah,
1: imagine like a like a Death Watch. Uh, is it Death Watch? Where they take Marines from all different chapters, yeah, put them together in like elite squads. You could have like a spendable style Death Watch. Uh, uh, Death Watch <laughs> team. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um a really cool. You could do um, so a film idea that I thought you'd, you could do like an Indiana Jones style film where you could have some humans, either either they're part of the Imperium, or they just like a separate it, like they're, let's say they're part of humanity that uh, has been lost, uh, you know, when uh, humanity was sort of scattered and lost contact with it, each other and were sort of surviving on their own little planets. Yeah, You could have like an Indiana Jones style film where they come across like a Necron, Necron tomb world. So they're like exploring this Necron tomb, or it could be like The Mummy, where they're exploring a Necron tomb and release this weird Necron curse Or like Necron Overlord and all that kind of shit kicks off. That would be pretty cool.
0: That would be very cool. Also, I just want them to obviously just get Brendan Fraser back on the screen as well. That would Mm. be great. Um, If they brought him back. If they did The Mummy again, but just The Mummy in space, hold exactly the same cast. Like, (laughs) exactly the same cast. In fact, almost identical shots, but it's just Necrons instead of mummies is... An 11 out of 10 idea, Nick, that I have already would like to put money into. Um, so, brilliant. Brilliant suggestion, I think. Um, uh, Eugene wants an Imperium scrub-style show. The patients are Imperial Guard. If Dr. Space Marine Apothecary diagnoses any chaos influence, they'll send a special not-grey-night wing of the hospital.
1: <laughs> I kind of want, want a Nurgle hospital. I want a plague surgery, I want a scrub-style uh, Nurgle hospital. Um, where the plague surgeon is like working on it, like there's like plague surgeon, there's nurglings running around being funny. They're the nurses, uh, or you could have a orc mad doc uh, hospital yes. ward.
0: That would be good. That'd be funny. I think. Uh, I think. I think the tone is going to be important. Like, like what you guys are talking about in in the chat, and like kind of like to touch back to where we started earlier. Like the tone of how those first few books are going to be pitched, or those first few kind of tv series are going to be pitched is going to be really really important because they've got lots of like difficult ground to cover like we said they can't really uh fetishize like war to any degree although Mm. that's the that's the main premise of the entire universe Mm. so they probably are going to
1: the tagline is there is only war (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) of course they're gonna have to change that if uh, yeah uh
0: but the um but the the kind of like the key takeaway like if we're talking about like as a main business structure is one of their kind of like major concerns over the next several years is going to be obviously their IP and their IP output uh, because it seems like it's something that's already fairly um, consistently a major concern of theirs uh, more so than I would say game design or anything like that because it's a huge vehicle for them to be able to license other products like obviously the Total War franchise and other stuff but of course one of the 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 main things for them is that probably in a in a 3d print future um they're obviously going to go post industrial at some point uh, and that's prob maybe not even going to be in the next 10 years it might not be in the next 20 it might not be in our lifetime but it probably seems unrealistic that they'll be a manufacturing company forever and then mm. more likely will become an ip company very much like disney uh will become um so like it's very important what their tone is going to be and i'm fascinated that Because I feel like they wouldn't have just gone Eisenhorn, like they just pitched it. Someone in the chat was like, something, something, something. Of course, the thing that we're talking about is they're going to have to do someone who's human, even an Inquisitor. Like, they Mm -hmm. need to humanize it, but we could get some really fucking weird, fun elf shit if we went, like, just imagine life in a craft world, like Eldar Craft World. That would be fun. Jukari would be a fucking insane series, whatever that would be about. That would be dark <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah they're going to have they're going to have to like yeah like you say focus on the human people first to get people invested in it and so it's related it to until the the wider universe is explored more you don't want to jump straight into some weird dark Eldar shit people are going to freak out and lose their minds
0: yeah agree yeah, yeah. If that's the first thing they put out, uh, thanks to Zange for resubscribing, and also uh, thank you very much to uh College... oh, Gypsy D for resubscribing, uh, mm-hmm. and Oprah Lord of Change giving changes to all the audience. Perfect. I'm into that. That works for me.
1: Yeah, um, or like a like a Jeremy Kyle, Jerry Springer type show. That would be funny with a lot of change.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, the other thing is that they do is that they make very adult content. I mean, that's kind of the key takeaway, right? Like Marvel is pitched to kids. Yeah, um, and I,
1: I, I don't know if everyone, I, I don't know if everyone in chat feels the same way, but I kind of would be slightly worried about them selling out. Obviously, in what way? they are well. Obviously, they are a business, and they their main focus is to make money.
0: Yeah.
1: What I don't really want is them to uh, dull down or change their ip their content just to make it more uh more appealing to the masses and more family friendly so they can sell it more places i know obviously they've done the the thing for kids which is fine because you know that's that's a specific thing for kids to, to get more kids reading and getting into the hobby and it's obviously that's more family friendly and kid friendly which is fine but the main the main ip that I've ever of sigma or 40k is relatively dark and is a a certain tone and I would hate for them to dull that down just to try and become you know Marvel or Disney or or whatever that kind of thing to to make yeah just to make just to make yeah friendly movies that everyone could enjoy but and it would sort of yeah yeah I don't know
0: No, I know. I I I agree with you. I think I think actually I think one of the uh, attractive elements, I guess, of the narrative for 40k uh, and Age of Sigmar as well, um, because that's in there. That's also something maybe eventually they'll approach um, uh, for doing some content and creation for. I'm sure they'll stick with that 40k for a while um, because I don't think they've even necessarily discovered their Age of Sigmar tone wholesale yet. Anyway just through like Mm. battle tomes and and, and core books i think they're getting there but i don't know if they they necessarily like definitely get it um but yeah i think the 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 realism and also like their subject matter their subject matter is horror like it's space horror like it's space fantasy like but it's fantasy without any of the positives there's no good like they're like they're very like pointed about that so like Mm. it's you know It's meant to be a trudging affair. Like, you know, you want to walk out of there. I don't know if you ever watched The Road or read The Road with Viggo Mortensen. I don't know if I said that right. Uh, Horrific. I'll never watch that film again. It's like, if you want three hours or however long it is, two and a half hours of just being like dragged through the emotional roller coaster. Like there being no reward. It's just being Mm -hmm. awful. Like that's the tone. Like I feel yeah. like like that's the tone that they would kind of need to go along. Uh, the, like the, I think um, uh, the book is grimmer. Uh, says Owen. Yeah. Uh, hey, Bobbin. So I think the road would be a really good way of taking it. But that's a hard sell. <laughs> like that's a hard pitch. Hey, do you want to be yeah. really depressed for the next ten episodes? Um, yeah. is is a hard pitch. So I guess maybe. Uh, they're need they going to need to like approach it in loads of different ways. I don't know. My favorite mm. TV, my favorite film, uh, my sci-fi film might be Logan's Run. I don't know why. Grew up on it as a kid, and I just think it's a weird. And I don't think that they should do it like Logan's Run at all. That would be weird, and they would need to do a lot of LSD to make it look like that, which I don't think modern production companies would do. Um, joke's on you. I was already depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, considering Jukari society they could make Game of Thrones only inside Komora they could I think that yeah. would be fun um, uh, do you think we're at the stage where we're accepting of our main characters being aliens for example like Avatar I thought did a good job of, like they were very humanized what I'm saying is is could you mm-hmm. make Tau be the main characters of a production and it'd be okay
1: I think you could because they're humanoid they have a face two arms and two legs they're not dis- they're not too dissimilar to what you know what we look like and a society rough you know I don't know that much about town law but you know it's it's a, it's a humanoid society with technology and they do things they have cities and they go off exploring so um, I'm sure that would be relatively re- relatable but it's stuff like you know you couldn't just launch in with oh here's here's a tyranid film following a pack of gene stealers just going around gribbling and murdering things. Um uh, What other weird alien? Like dark eldar, I think would be a bit too weird to go into el eldar maybe because they're less weird than dark eldar. Like dark eldar, just like you know, attach other arms to themselves. And
0: I think Geneste- I think uh, I think a gene stealer court series could be very very good. Where your main where you're like so battlestar galactica meets gene Steeler cults where your story arc is you meet a cast of characters and everything's kind of okay it's the 40k universe but you're minors and whatever and you like going through those kind of things end of season one reveal that there are some cult members over the over the preceding mm. several story like seasons the revolution yeah. occurs or whatever and then the big climactic yeah. finish obviously is that they all die <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: like uh, i think that would be but then that- at the end
1: but then at the end like there could be like some other group of heroes come in, just at that point, and you introduce them. Sort of, yeah. So they sort of take on the torch for the rest of the story. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that would be a really cool series. I think Chris in the chat said that uh, like Starship Troopers with and Nids would be a cool movie. Uh, it might be exactly the same, so maybe I have to switch it up a little bit. But I think that would be a pr- that would be a pretty cool uh, movie to see, or like Alien. Like you could just have like you don't have to do all. A whole lot of explaining. You just have this random Imperial Guard ship go and explore something, and then they, they would come across a load of Tyranids somewhere nested, or one gets on the ship, or something like that. Um, but maybe yeah, that's the same the other day.
0: Well, that's the thing about doing like Starship Troopers, like the Guard versus Tyranids is Starship Troopers, like that's what it. like. Same as uh, uh, Event Horizon is the Warhammer 40,000 horror movie, It like they literally it's. An imperial ship that goes through the warp and they bring demons with them. Mm. That's that's, and if you've never watched it, you guys should watch it. Uh, It's really, really great. Um, so like there are people already out there making it, and that's, I think, one of the kind of like the key conversations to come back to when you were talking about maybe not dumbing it down, Nick. Is that there are already some very incredible examples of movies where I guess they didn't dumb it down, although Starship Troopers isn't exactly like. Listen, I'm a Rico's roughneck through and through. I want everyone to know that before my next statement. But I would say it's a bit tongue in cheek. Uh, Mm. Well, it's very tongue in cheek, as opposed to Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Mm. serious. And I don't think that they'll be tongue in cheek with their own source material. I feel like they're going to be like real serious, Mm. like super Mm -hmm. serious, like the set design. Or like there'll be
1: no shower scene in that movie.
0: (laughs) There'll be no shower scene no shower scene in that movie uh, at all um, uh, the, uh, if you like that kind of story start reading Augusto Zitteroff crime series, thank you Call Me Felly. I will there's actually a really good uh, series by Peter F. Hamilton, if no one, if you haven't read it Call Me Felly. called the Starflyer series which is similar as well uh, and worth a read um, a, a show called Grindhouse all about the goofy hijinks of a corpse grinder getting up to a necromander <laughs> yeah I'm into that, that works for me um, basically raid or dread except with uh, one heroic gene sealer eating an entire tower block of gangsters that,
1: Ooh, would, be that would be that would be pretty cool yeah i like yeah. that
0: yeah um starship troopers is amazing satire so basically classic 90s 40k yeah it is um starship troopers is all the uh, imperial guard film we want yeah it's it's done that film's done we don't need to do it yeah again. yeah yeah um, the shower scene is all the ordinance raining down when the exterminator saw the planet <laughs> like, <laughs> there'll be no shower scene in our games workshop version of these things it's going to be super dark um uh just the expanse with whatever story from the ip you want is Eugeon, the, the expanse is a little bit too human still i would say like they've still they don't re- there are like cybernetic upgrades and a lot of like transhumanism but not really beyond anything that's like achievable now i'd say nick Maybe that's why it's so relatable. What do you think? You really like that series,
1: yeah, yeah. It is very, it is very relatable. Um, what I really liked about that series is how dangerous they they really got through how dangerous actually being in space is, yep. whereas shows like Star Wars or Star Trek. You just go really fast, it's dead easy, you just walk around. You can just walk around, go to the toilet while you're travelling at warp speed in Star Trek, whereas the Expanse, you have to have drugs pumped into your veins and strapped in to go fast. So it's, uh, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I liked it. And even then, yeah. you're
0: not safe, RIP. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Down. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> A night's Tale, exactly the same, but with big robots. I'm in. Yeah, exactly. Cause that would work. You could. That's exact. I go. That's a great suggestion. Um, that's really good. I think I would like to see Eisenhorn. Oh, go on. Sorry.
1: Another film idea just come to me. Has anyone seen Chappie? I really like Chappie.
0: Love Chappie. Uh,
1: yeah. So you could have like you could have a, a, Necromunda, a Necromunda hive, which is kind of similar to like the gang wars that happen in Ch- Chappie. But then one of them finds a servitor or something, some sort of uh. uh uh, Admech technology or something like that that gives that gang the advantage. They like steal it, hardwire it to their own means, and then use it on the other gangs. Yeah, fun. that
0: would be good. Yeah. You're not allowed to have the AI though that's in Chappie. That's the. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, we get in trouble. We get burnt um, uh, for our heretical views, uh, which is fun. I think there's also like a. Uh, do you know what? As a creator, um, there is some really good opportunities for them to tell um, great stories that aren't just set in the in, in setting, but are, like, are, are kind of like... I mean, all, I think most good stories have some reference point or some sort of story, that like some sort of lesson or something that we could take away, or at least make us think. And they've got some great opportunities for that. Like, in that setting, there's loads. Mm-hmm. There's loads and loads and loads. Like, And I'd like to see them explore that a lot more. I think one of the most fascinating things about the Horus Heresy is, like, the the failure the strengths of the primarchs are almost always their weaknesses in of the same breath and i think that that would be really fun to explore and i think that to d to just bolt upon it it would be a bit sad like it would be cool yeah don't get me wrong
1: i I think i want that but i agree it shouldn't it shouldn't be the thing that they focus on in, in in its entirety and that's what they do and think that will sell. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a big draw and it's cool to see, but as long as it's not the main focus Yeah. or the only thing they focus on.
0: Yeah, Oh, big shout out to Tom uh, for resubscribing. Oh, we almost got the pre-show Sesnag. show on. Yeah, Sassnag, what up? Uh, me, Tom and Nick will be live again tonight talking through Kari lists. Um, all right, off again, bye. Okay, thanks, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Start with Eisenhorn is a safe bet they've gone for yeah I would agree and I would like to see Eisenhorn have like sort of dark tones true detective level dark tones that would be quite fun uh, like I said altered carbon I think that would be that would be interesting or Nick we just go the other way we just Starship Troopers every film like absolutely every film is like a Marvel-esque romp where there's mm-hmm. no thinking needed you go by the Black Library book after and it's just like they're like We've landed on the planet. Something bad might happen. And we know it's now at least like an hour and a half action film <laughs> where it's just, just bullets like all the time. Then I was like, oh, my God, is that a Gorkonaut? Literally, that's the series. It's just like this is, you know, uh, I don't, the MCU universe where they're like this stage four. We introduce the Gorkonauts into the game, yeah. into, the, yeah. into the, into the, <laughs> that's all they do, just bigger and bigger stuff. Then I'm yeah. in. Yeah, that works for me too. Don't have to be clever. Probably a better way to take it. Less hard work. Mm.
1: Why not do both? You could do both. Yeah, I
0: want Uh, both. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I definitely want both. Did you see the? uh, Did you happen to catch the trailer for the new forty k cartoon series, the The Scent of Angels? No. Oh, it looks bad. Does it it look any good? No, no, zero percent chance. Looks real bad um so that is maybe that's why they've brought on all those other content creators (laughs) to try and write that shit they did that
1: in-house didn't they yeah rather than yeah rather than just getting people who know what they're doing from outside the company to do to do things
0: i think they had the same people working on that as whoever is the person who works on mrs brown's boys um, yeah, if you are from the UK, not from the UK, Mrs Brown's Boys is somehow a TV show. I assume whoever gets to make it knows something about people who have money, and that's why it's allowed to be made. But genuinely, a crime in humanity uh, that that got past any sort of production. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it looks it looks pretty bad. Uh, eventually, they're going to make an Orc series, and it's going to take off as Elron Hubbard. Do you think Orcs would work well?
1: I think Orcs could work well. They'd be definitely fun. Um, I think they would be more of the Marvel mindless action and a bit of comedy film rather than any in-depth character study, character-driven things. It would be much more of a bolt bolt style film. But it would be cool to have them as like the good guys in the Marie- or some Marines as the bad guys in, in their sort of film.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I like the I like the idea of there being like um, maybe like uh, like set it in a jungle, and just get yeah. Around. I
1: was I was literally going to say you know the the idea that I pitched earlier about the Katachan jungle fighters fighting a Lictor or a Tau stealth suit. I would yeah. love to see some Orc commandos in a a Chinork in that role instead of the Katachan dude. So yeah, some Orc commandos in a jungle fighting something or doing some sort of adventure. That'd be sick.
0: That'd be so good. That would be yeah, really, really good. Like and kind of being the menace, yeah. At the same time, uh, Rambo school says the problem with the Battle stories is is the Space Marines lose some of the god likeness as they are all the same. Eisenhorn, Gaunt, etc. works so well as you can relate to the human element, and that's a reference for the Marines, et cetera, To build from. I think maybe even ever telling the story from the perspective of the Marines is like they should always be like the god esque element.
1: Yeah, the mist. Yeah, if you if you if yeah if you see everything. If you see everything behind the Marine and what they're thinking, what they're saying behind, yeah, it it yeah, it removes that mystery and that fear and all that kind of stuff from them. It's def- I think definitely if they just like you no, know, you could just have a film where one Marine or one Terminator turns up and wrecks face and it just seems amazing. And that would be way I think that would be cooler than possibly having, yeah, focusing on the Marines and just seeing everything.
0: Yeah, or when you have five land. But then we already have that in, like, modern cinema, right? Like, ignoring the superhero franchises like Marvel. Like, already, like, a, a, an elite, elite crack squad will turn up and they'll kill, like, 83 million other humans somehow in a firefight. Like, the other guys literally can't. I was re-watching a bit of Tombstone the other day, if anyone's watched it, and somehow every other gunfighter cannot hit the side of a barn Like with pistols, and then somehow Wyatt Earp has just got a shotgun and he's just like zeroing in with his shotgun shell, and I'm like, like, and I was like, I mean, it's an older film where like it was kind of acceptable still, Uh, but ultimately like um, we already like we're already desensitized to that as an audience. Like our like Expendables is a good example. Our superheroes are like they're already like humans who are so good at battle that they're able to defeat millions of other humans. So it would be quite hard to create the space marine like power level i think maybe for us as an audience because we've been desensitized to it but it would be fun to see it'd be mm. fun to see them try anyway um i don't we'll see what everyone in the chat saying born again manchild says so i was watching a non-40k related twitch stream uh, with about three thousand viewers oh thanks born again manchild uh they were watching 40k vids as an introduction to the universe massive hype for star is the new trailer for descent of ages fell amazingly fat oh the descent of angels uh, I don't think it's going to have a wider appeal than people who are already in the hobby. No, me either. And it, that should be who they're pitching towards. They shouldn't be pitching mm-hmm. towards us. We're good. We know the stuff. Yeah, we're
1: already, we're already probably going to watch whatever they put out anyway. Uh, and it's partly, it's a way for them to make money but it's also a marketing tool, isn't it? So they want, to, they want hopefully, I'm sure they want that, you, use these TV shows or films if they make them to bring more people in to either buy more stuff or play the game.
0: Well, it's only Nothing. a marketing tool. Like, it's only there to make money. Like, films are only there to make money. Like, making good art makes good money, but it's only there to make money. Like, they're not doing it. They're not doing it like altruistically. They're not like, can't wait to do a good romp today. Like, they're like, we're going to tell this story to make money. Uh, so yeah, and uh, although Gitly's suggestion of I want to see forty k meets the A team ain't getting on no Thunderhawk cannibal uh, would be would be great. And that was my Mister T impression. You guys are never going to get that ever again, but. <laughs> <laughs> I get no plane I get no no pain, Hamill. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I think uh, I think that would be really, really good, really good. Uh, Topher says I'm not a fan of the Sin City style of DOA, but I suppose it stands out as a bit of uh, a bit from other sci-fi stuff at the minute. Good sci-fi that rarely gets talked about actually was Watchmen. Watchmen I think was excellent sci-fi, really well done. Actually done uh, not before but at the cusp and the beginning of kind of like the marvel Mm -hmm. like uh uh rage let's put it that Mm -hmm. way um and i think is better in almost every way uh and i think that that's really really good and it would be kind of cool to see something maybe in that style maybe that's a bit too comic book-esque and that'd be really fun i was not expecting this convo today really fun nick thanks for having it with me um Yeah, well, I mean, time will tell. Uh, When they do come out, do you want to do a review show with me? We'll, like, watch an episode. We'll do a different YouTube channel. We'll just do an episode and we'll watch it. That'll be Mm -hmm. fun if you're up for it. The Honest Wall Reviewers or something. I'm not sure. (laughs) That's not a good title.
1: It could be under under this this show, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it could do. It could do. Yeah, I mean, if we make any more content on the show, I think actually uh, YouTube doesn't have, like, an upload limit, but I think we're getting close, if I'm honest. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Someone's like, hey, can I get that video from you? I'm like, it's like 800 back. Your choice. (laughs) Your choice. (laughs) Like, if you want to go find it, you go find it. Uh, (laughs) Yes, Watchmen was the DC that has been trying to be this whole time with Overly Edgy Justice League movies. Yeah, uh, Watchmen was great. Um, And the the series. Did you watch the series? Watchmen series? Uh,
1: No, I haven't seen it.
0: Really good. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, I think it's a limited series. I'm not sure there's even going to be another season, um, but like, like it's a self-contained story. Uh, quite good. All right, uh, I'm seeing you again tonight, Nick. Hey, eh?
1: you are indeed. Yes, uh, this is the pre-show show.
0: The pre-show so show the, show. The
1: full the full show is later this evening. I believe we are each bringing a, a Riccardi list to talk shit about. Uh, yeah, discuss the pros and cons of our lists. Insult each other as much as possible, um, and the chat, and obviously the chat insults us as much as possible. I presume as well.
0: That's the that's the, that's the that is the way. Is the way. This is the way. This this is is the way. way. Uh, that is that sci-fi. It's fine. Uh, the uh, Saturday the coverage. Someone's asked is starting. I think at nine a.m. If anyone's excited tomorrow, I'll be doing the list review show for Hammer Time Eight, which will be the uh, hundred lists. Uh, so that's going to be a fun little adventure for us tomorrow. Um, I know right I know plenty
1: good of list lists. to review I,
0: I'm not gonna yeah. I've got a system now I've got a system now hey, what's your system uh, well me and Owen came up with it like it's quite good we've done it like over several so like you go th- you have to read through every list okay mm-hmm. so you have to read through every list and then you kind of break them down into the factions so if you're looking at Stormcast let's say you'd be like well there's like three shoot casts, those are the archetypes and then there's something else like reading through them all is a bit like is a terrible way to go about it so you do that and then you kind of like, and then you look at kind of trends, like for instance, Knights of the Empty Throne, playtouch Warman has been kind of in vogue for like six months. It's been like a real hipster, like Edgelord pick. Um, but like, I think it's kind of falling off because it's not really pushed through into kind of the top brackets. Very much like when you look at Zinch, you're like, is it change host, Is it host Arcan? Or does someone think they're clever? Um, that's kind of like the three picks as you go through so kind of go through that and then talk about like the current things like one of the interesting bits will be Daughters of Cain because with the FAQ out now it'll be one of the biggest events with Daughters of Cain pickable as an army so what do those mm-hmm. lists look like we expect or I expect going into tomorrow I expect to see probably several uh Calabron, Marathi uh Stalker lists um maybe with Shadowstone because maybe not but kind of at least that plug and play option inside those lists I'd expect we'll see um, so I expect to, like expect to see that and like talk about them and then just do a head, heart, and wild card pick. And Nick, I know you'd be all in on the wild card pick. Three wild oh. cards from Nick every time. Wild card, <laughs> baby. <laughs> wild card, baby. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of the system because no one wants to listen to me read like a hundred lists because you can't even do any analysis. So it's, no. it's, and a hundred is a lot. Normally, when it's been like forty or fifty lists, I've been able to like. Scam it and do it in the morning. Thanks to Elron Ron Hubbard for donating 500 bits uh, to the show. He's got a question. I'll ask it as I finish this point. Um, but I'm going to have to, after the 40K show tonight, I'm going to have to spend the evening reading them tonight. So post nine o'clock till midnight, we'll be rereading the hundred lists and being like, cool. And the problem is, Nick, you can never miss a thing. Because what if someone has come up with like a genius play? They've just mm. changed one artifact around in their life. That one
1: like, artifact, that one command tree
0: changes everything yeah changes everything uh but thanks to wahapedia.ru i'll never be i can all like wahapedia.ru is the best website ever because it has searchable documents i'm like this is the command trait they've taken and there it is Mm. if that didn't exist i think i'd stop doing list review shows like i just flat stop i just randomly pick three i'm like these three there we go (laughs) and who and who would know i hadn't done the work Uh, (laughs) that would be the one Uh, Elron Hubbard, question to Rob, Nick and the chat, I have the Lumleth box and I want to tailor against Caradron Overlords what should I buy next Uh, that would be some Wind Chargers and some Dawn Riders, Uh, a very good anti-KO tech because you could just run at them and shut them down if that helps Um, so there you go, Uh, Nick you got any suggestions
1: Mm, things that shoot
0: Mm. The, the problem is, is they go, they go everywhere with the KO, yeah. so actually affecting their movement is the key part. And okay. you can turn wind charges into flying units, which means then the KO can't use fly high, which is like a nice <laughs> little trick. But really, just get a double turn against the KO. That's this is how KO play: double yeah. turn they win, double turn they lose. Fucked. It's great. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, or Technado, but Technado is like truly the most smooth brain play you can ever like. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you like your carer has to bring you to the table and be like, "Okay, time to roll for the technado," and then you like roll your couple of dice. Then they, the dice them... <laughs> yeah, yeah, then they move dice for you. then they move all the models for you, and then you've won the tournament. Uh, so don't technado it, lads. Uh, Nick, thanks for being on the show. You're a superstar. Um, I hope that Is they you? redo Mordheim and they make it incredibly no. expensive. Oh, Never do no.
1: Mordheim Leave it the fuck alone.
0: (laughs) What? You don't want it redone? It's perfect as it is,
1: with all of its faults. Perfect as it is. Leave it the fuck alone. I don't want to fuck it up.
0: You don't want new models?
1: Don't need new models.
0: Okay. There's 3D
1: printing, there's other miniature companies. You don't want new story? No. No. It's it's perfect as it is. Leave it alone.
0: Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay, so <laughs> Board Home Touch 2050 is what air. people want Alright, fine, uh, there we go Thanks everyone for listening, you are all been great Join us again later tonight and tomorrow This review show, Hammer Time uh, Event stuff for the weekend, Monday show Monday show, uh, it's all going to be great You're all brilliant, Nick, I'm back to going to paint terrain Talk to you soon, bye Bye Raiding. We forgot to do a raid Oh my god that is. raid we almost did it. No, no, it's fine. We're back. We're back. Oh, okay. Everyone can see us. Uh, so, Nick, you get to pick who would you like to raid today? Yeah. Do you want to raid a Warhammer person or do you want to get creepy weird? Hmm.
1: Hmm. Creepy weird.
0: Okay. There's two Let's categories. There are two categories for creepy weird. There's just chatting, mainly ladies talking in front of a microphone, or hmm. there's talk shows and podcasts, very creepy weird.
1: Okay, let's go to the talk show and podcast one then.
0: Okay, we're going to talk shows and podcasts. Okay, uh, there is a man who is, seems to be building guitars. Uh, that's one guy. There is... Oh, I'm not sure about this. Um, let's find out. Unpopular Opinions, The Cook-Off Contest is currently uh, a show uh, that that's happening. Um, what else is happening? Uh, Locked On Lads, The Man Cave, Episode 9. That looks... There's a lot of vaping going on in that uh, that scene. Um, oh, no, we don't want free thinking Thursdays. That does not look uh, congruent with our feelings towards <laughs> things. Um, what else is there? Uh, it's Titanic Day. Uh, oh, no. He looked particularly weird. That was great. Uh, any of these uh, struck you so far, Nick?
1: Um, probably the first what was the first one again uh,
0: a man doing guitar uh, it's
1: not that weird that's not that weird though
0: yeah it's not that weird that's true um, in any way there's it uh, there, there doesn't seem to be anyone doing anything very weird today which is fun I mean there's Bible Talk TV but like, I don't want to like. that's so that.
1: in the just chatting there's a guy driving a truck
0: okay Okay, let's do that then. That's IOL
1: awesome. truck driving tanker transport. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <There's> a... <laughs> Where... How far do I have to go? There are so many uh, women doing it was yoga. Right at the top, it was right at Twitch. the top for
1: me. Uh, well, it, it, it's trucker underscore Dylan is is the name.
0: What about uh, this guy who's doing D and D dreaded GM? Let's chat. Um, yeah, we can get because that's like that's kind of in our gang, right? Yeah, it's kind of related, yeah. Okay, let's go do that guy. Let's do some D&D stuff and then try what do we we need to try and get him to do something. This is what we need mm. to do with the raid. Um we need to we need to get him to make a campaign to do with a gang looking for tufts. How does that sound? Yes. Okay, let's do that. Although that's I still
1: I'm watching Trucker Dylan right now and he's got a stream deck on his dashboard and he's able to switch cameras so we can look down the truck as cargo
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay he's really good oh, do you want to just go to the trucker Look, like your choice we do it how do we uh, I'll post uh, how, it. I'll what's post, his name what's I'll his post name the link in the chat i
1: posted it i posted the link in the chat if you can
0: uh, okay trucker underscore let's go let's go get him this is this is funny that we should get it i've done it getting better and better at this all the time um, right anyway nick pleasure Love you lads, talk to you soon.